everybody. Welcome to another edition of Rundgren Radio. Special <laughs> guest tonight is Jill Sobule. Jill will be on with us for a brief time, so we're going to start early and often with her and save the announcements and everything for later. If you want to call in tonight, it's 646-716-9262. And when Jill is gone, we will play some of her music, which we normally do when the guest is on, but we want to get every single minute we can with Jill. Jill, of course, is a singer, songwriter, has done everything there is in the music business, and her first album way back in 1990 was produced by our friend Todd Rundgren. That album is Things Here Are Different. Jill, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Yay. How's the California weather? It's fantastic. Where are you guys calling from? I am in Alabama, and Cruiser Mail is in Texas. Oh, that's right, Alabama. Yeah, I'm here, and in fact, I'm trying to figure out my final sequence for my next record, so that's what I've been trying to do today. Do a little work. You got a little shindig going on tonight, some comedy stuff, right? Yeah, I play at a place called Largo, which is really kind of like the L.A.'s premier, kind of kind of a cool club for, for um, songwriters and and, uh, and some comedy. Like John Bryan. Do you know John Bryan? I do not. Great player. He plays almost every Friday there. But it's like where a lot of the Los Angeles play, uh, songwriters like Amy Mann, um, Fiona Apple, and uh, in the comedy they'll get Sarah Silverman, and I'm playing with a um, doing with a couple doing a song for uh, a guy named Jim Turner. So uh, you got a couple of songs or just one? I think I'm going to do four. Well, he just asked me. I thought I was only doing two songs, and he asked me if I would do a half an hour. So, <laughs> so there you go. So if anyone uh, is in the Los Angeles area, come to Largo tonight. There you go. We got lots of LA listeners. Orange County, LA, Hollywood. We got California folks. They oh, love fantastic. This. Yeah, they love the southern accents. I do, too. <laughs> you're, putting it, you're putting it on. You're really from from Denver. No, no, I wish I was putting it on. I'd like to calm it down a little bit, but anyway. All right, so you say you got a new album in the works, huh? I do, and I'm having a hard time trying to figure out the sequence, even though for a lot of people, album sequence doesn't really matter anymore, which is a shame, you know. Why do you people think just, that is? Well, people just a lot of people just buy on iTunes, buy single songs. So kind of the art form of the album is, is sort of disappearing, but no. There's still people out there that like to buy the good old C D, which is a replacement for the album and look at all the material and read what's going on and the credits and all that good stuff. Oh, I, I did too. I did a blog actually on the Huffington Post about a month ago how I think iTunes was is a real drag is that they don't have the album artwork and well they don't have all the credits right. which is the first thing I used to do when I get a record so well it's but, also I, I think it's kind of a, a little uh, annoying to do it and then um, you know you, you don't get all the, the material in, in the album and you have to listen to it in mp3 version you can't get you know better quality which you'll get if you buy a CD right 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 yeah. exactly yeah and and also I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, press some some vinyl too this time. Oh yeah, people love that. That's awesome. Good for autographs too, right? Yeah, and it sounds so good. Mm-hmm. I think I've been I've been getting uh, buying albums again. Well, you're, LPs. 
You're doing a lot of stuff because you've had some recent stuff come out and you're touring a lot. Well, I'm trying, and in fact, I'm trying to stop it until the end of um, March. So then, you know, i got to disappear for a while for people that, that come to my shows. So then when the album comes out, they'll be more excited to see me. So I'm probably not going to do much until February. Yeah. Are you playing a little distance makes the heart grow fonder? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. How, can, how, can I, how can I miss you if you won't go away? <laughs> there you go. All right, I like it. So the tour, where's, where's the next few places you're playing? I saw a few listed on your MySpace page. Um, I'm actually just doing uh, Northwest. I'm playing the, what am I playing? The, uh, gosh, I don't even know. Um, oh, yeah, I'm playing the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd in the Northwest. So if people go on, probably go on jillsobiel.com. That's the best one. Okay. Yeah, we got you in Eugene, Oregon, at the Indigo District on November 21st. And that is where Shandy Cinnamon's from, I believe. And then Portland, Oregon, Wonder Ballroom, and at the Triple Door in Seattle, which Todd sold out last year and this year. So uh, that's supposed to be a really nice venue in Seattle, Washington. Oh. Well, I haven't seen Todd play in in probably about five years. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I I would love to... uh, you guys know when's his next tour? Well, right now he's overseas, and then when he gets back, he'll be in the more on the East Coast, the New York area, and then he's going to go to Baltimore, places like that. So uh, I don't know if he'll be in your neck of the woods anytime soon. Maybe 2009. Huh? There's no book. Maybe 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 I'll maybe I'll talk to him about doing a couple shows. There you I'll go. Open up for him. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be fun. I'll open up for him only if he lets me wear their outfits from Utopia. Ooh, I like that idea. <laughs> Good luck talking him into that. I mean, you've worked with him. You know telling him what to do is about zero chance. But, uh, no. Yeah. But, I, but actually something so absurd like that, he actually might do it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, if it's his idea. If you get, make him think it's his idea, it's all good. Hey, I was going to... Um, Ask you something out of the chat room, Mark. We have a chat room going on during the show. So somebody wanted me to ask you, uh, Dee Dee from Deacon Light, about you doing an Ethel show. Oh, uh, they know about Ethel? Yeah. Oh, Ethel's great. Ethel's a string quartet who uh, are just fantastic, a modern string quartet out of New York. And we've done some shows together, and we've done uh, a couple recordings, which we really haven't. Uh, I think I've put a – I actually have a song. If you go to my uh, website, I think that I just put up yesterday, my webmaster did, of a song that we did together called Manhattan in January. Oh, cool. Very nice. So, um, yeah, Ethel, Ethel are amazing. People should check out their site. Oh, yeah. Todd toured with them a little while with Joe Jackson a few years ago. and uh, so we oh, know that's Ethel. right. Yeah. We had Todd Reynolds on. He's not with them anymore, but he's original. And then yep. Ralph Ferris has been on DD's show a lot, and she's trying to help us get him on a show sometime in the near future because they did play with Todd recently overseas for one gig, did a couple of songs, I believe. So we're hoping some of that shows up, you know, on YouTube or somewhere, but nothing yet. Oh, that'll be great. <laughs> yeah. So anything else going on What do you know about that's going on in your world that you're coming out with or doing? Well, just the record's been taking up time. Of the, uh, I'm getting my life back again really 
pre-election, it took up so much time. I, all I could do for two months was sit and watch the news and go on different blogs and websites and, you know, I, I became, but also I got to do it, um, you know, I, I got to write the political troubadour uh, on a couple NPR shows and uh, writing for the Huffington Post. So so I, would be, I became kind of the modern Tom Ware, if anyone remembers Tom Ware. Well, we know your are yeah, so that 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 took up time, and now just I have to force myself, and I'm gonna not uh, get on the internet. I got you. Well, you know, it was the the political race, one of the probably the biggest of our lifetime that we've seen, were, uh, with so much coverage, and everybody got so worked up about it, so excited, and then everything happened as the way most people wanted it, and then you know the next day it's kind of like, okay, we got it now. What goes on and everything started calming down, you know, a little bit. So it is uh, a change for a lot of people now that it's over with. But I'm sure you were pleased with the results. I was pleased with the results. Yeah, I mean, I mean, now there's so much to do, and also, but but being in California, we had Prop Eight, yeah. which you know, but uh, so that that was um, hey, somebody, that wasn't great. Some, I'm not a California, so I'm not totally up to speed on it. But somebody told me there were two issues in Prop 8. Is that true? One of them had to do with textbooks? No, they made it that way. What what they were saying that if Prop 8 doesn't pass, which is a, a, a amendment to the, you know, to the, the state constitution saying marriages between a man and a, and a woman, that if it, if it doesn't pass that, uh, you know, that the gays, quote-unquote, <laughs> are going to be, are going to be you know, teaching our kindergartners, you know. Okay, so it wasn't part of the legislation, it was just part of the campaign. No, no, they, they had, they were so outspent by, especially I think there were millions of dollars from the Mormon church from Utah that came in. So, um, you know, every time you'd go on the Internet and you'd get the local ads, it would pop up a pro Prop 8 advertisement or on television. There was so much money. So, but in the big picture, it was, I, I was happy. But the, the thing is, I was so ad- addicted to going online and watching news like five hours a day that, that you know, it's, yeah. there's got to be a rehab for us. <laughs> it, it can be very addicting. I'm the worst. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Let me ask well, you more. In fact, I did, I did. It was really funny. I went to, because I, I will have that problem. I'll, go, I'll Google something. Like I'll Google, I don't know, Todd Rundgren, you know, see what's going on. And then five hours later, I'm on to, like, be Arthur as Maude. You know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll go on these these various weird journeys, you know, yeah. when I'm meant to just look at something for five minutes. So I, I uh, a friend said, you know, you know, because I, I felt I wasn't getting work done. I had to write for this record. And they said, why don't you go? and see my psychiatrist. Maybe, you know, I thought maybe I've got ADD or something. So I went there, and he talked to me for about two hours and was writing things down in his computer. And then he wrote something on a prescription pad, and I thought, oh, you know, maybe he's giving me some sort of interesting drug. And, and he gave it to me, and it said, no Internet for two weeks straight. <laughs> you know? I don't you think can, I can you make can, it. <laughs> but it, but it was really and you know what he said I could uh, 
have, I could read my mail for about 10 minutes, but other than that, I had to say it it was pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. It was pretty great. Yeah, you, but it didn't last very long. I'm back on the. I'm back here. It used to be a funny commercial bottle, man. about a guy who'd come in and tell his wife that he made it to the end of the internet, you know, and he's like, "Now what do I do?" You know, he'd seen everything there was to see. I guess though, you could probably get some good song ideas by perusing the internet. Oh yeah, there's one new song on the record called Wendell Lee, and Wendell Lee was my first, my first, the first person I ever did it with. <laughs> in college, and and so, but you know now everyone's got their MySpace or their you know Facebook, but you know this, okay. this was my. So this song you're talking so, about, it's about your your yeah, first this, person. Tell me about um, if you don't mind, real quick, because I'm dying to know this. What what is the theme of the song other than that? What's the message? No, the the, the thing is the theme of the song is trying to Google old old flames uh, oh, yeah. old old boyfriends and girlfriends and so it's a, it's a pretty funny song and, and people are like oh you know how how many people have tried to have done that <laughs> well facebook you know you, you can't help but see them because they, they try to get you to invite friends all the time and whatnot so yeah it kind of happens in classmates.com probably i bet you a lot of people do that there's been some great stories though uh you know where people have found old friends and kids they didn't know they have stuff like that Oh, that's see, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I, that's a true story. But let me um, take a call right quick because I know we don't have you for very long. I don't want anybody want to talk to you. Get in. This is um, somebody from Erica six one seven. Hey, uh, Joe. Oh, Hi, Doug. This is Are you in Boston? Yes, I am. Hello. Oh, great. I recognize six one seven. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay, cool. Listen, um, on uh, when the Todd produced uh, CD. Um, isn't there a song where, remember Michelle had a couple of wiener dogs at Dachshunds and during yeah. your recording, and didn't they like bark during one of your songs? <laughs> oh yeah, how did you know that? Well, because, um, I was around back then, um, the Pursuit of Happiness was, you know, recording back then. They're the ones who told me about you. They'd give me like, uh, an early review about you. They were big on you back then. And, um, oh yeah, they were great. That was so much fun. Uh huh. Oh yeah, those dogs. Those dogs could make a racket. <laughs> but like, didn't it end up on the CD as well? Oh yeah, it's like if you can, if you listen to the CD, and I'm trying to remember what song it is. That's what can... I was trying to think, because um, the Pursuit of Happiness was in Boston with me, and uh, we saw one of your shows. You did a, um, a free show in the afternoon. Nice. In downtown Boston. Oh, yeah, do yeah. Remember, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And um, I forget which song it was, but during that song, we barked right at the point <laughs> that it's supposed to be on the song. Oh, you know what? Was it Was it, it was either like Pilar, maybe? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'll have to get it back sure. out because uh, I forget what it was it so long. I think it was Pilar said beauty. Yeah, that was, there's something so great about having. Uh, I know there's certain engineers that freak out about extra, you know, extra noises that aren't supposed to be there. And uh-huh. um, it, the, the the following albums I did in the studio in Nashville was right by a railroad track, 
and we always I always love I mean you can almost hear every song you can hear in the background the train <laughs> awesome is this Bill yes it is hey Bill how are you good Doug how you doing good good doing well um Joe, I was wondering, like, you've done a lot of um, tribute albums, haven't you? Right. Like, yeah. Uh, it seems to me I can think of, like, several of them uh, come to mind. Laura Nero, Dusty Springfield, um, Neil Young. Warren, Warren Zevon. Warren Zevon. I mean, you've done a lot of them. Like, can you talk about that? Or, like, is there any, like, moments on any of those CDs that, uh, like, are very memorable to, for you? so great to do tribute records, especially a song on a tribute record, especially if it's an artist that you really love, and especially one from your childhood, too, And because um, you can never get over that. And it's always interesting to figure out h- how you're going to do it, what kind of twist. Are you going to do it kind of the original way, or are you going to put a little, you know, odd thing to it to make it your own? Um, the The one that sticks out in my mind is, is Warren, the one for Warren, uh, Don't Let Us Get Sick, because this was, uh, I had been on the road with him for two tours before he got sick, and, uh, you know, we when we were doing the record, we knew he was uh, he was on his way out, so I, I think that that was, that, that was just a, a really emotional experience, and, and, uh, uh, you know, whereas the other ones were really fun and nostalgic, but just that that one really hit me. Sure, that makes sense. Do you try to do things a lot different than their originals when you do that, or do you try to keep it pretty pure? You know, it depends. Uh, you know, for for instance, you know, I always just try to have fun with it. Uh, on the uh, Neil Young, I did Down by the River because I thought it'd be really fun for, you know, a girl to do, you know. I shot my baby, you know. It just seems like an odd song. And and his solo, you know, that one-note solo, I just did it on a banjo, a fuzz tone on it. And, uh, and did it kind of really kind of with vibes and it kind of like strange druggy feel to it. So that one I, I I went off and did something strange on uh the Dusty Springfield just a little loving early in the morning. I just really wanted it completely retro and I had strings and you know, I, I kinda wanted it to sound very very much like it was. So it's it's just it really depends. Depends on your mood. All right, very good. Well, we've got another caller we'll take right quick and cruise around has a few questions for you. This is five one two, you're with us? Yes, it's me, Pippi, in Austin. Hey. Hi, Hello, Jill. Pippi. Hello. We, we love you in Austin. Yay. I, I wish you would come here and play Austin City Limits Fest. I, you know what? Hopefully, when this record comes out, and I'm so excited about it that uh, I'm, I haven't, I, I, I seem to be playing on the East Coast or West Coast, but I'm think this spring and summer, I'm, I'm gonna, you're gonna. You're going to be sick of me. <laughs> Never. <laughs> uh, I, you don't know this crowd very well, but we are really good at overindulgence. So, um, I'll bring it on. Yeah. I don't think yeah. we're going to be sick of you. And everybody skips us. Everybody plays the West Coast and the East Coast. And I know nobody knows about Austin, and maybe they don't know we're a music town, snicker, snicker, but we would love to have you come here. Um, a friend of mine, Spike, who's a writer, was trying to gather up people to um, play, to get you to play a private show here, 
and I don't know if that's going to happen, but apparently for a while on your on your um, MySpace page you were trying to pretty much um, make private shows not unlike the one we did with Todd over Labor Day, and I don't know if you're still trying to do that, but I think it's a great idea. I don't know if you know about the creme de la creme concept, but that's what we're working on here is really rabid fans um, pretty much commissioning our favorite artists to come and play. So oh, have you done no, that? For, I, for I think that's such a fantastic idea. It's, it's um, you know, getting it away from playing clear channel venues or, or, or nightclubs. I, I've been doing uh, the house concert thing for, for a while, and, and usually on the East Coast. But I, And it's, it's really, it, it, there's something about playing in someone's living room also that's fantastic. Well, Townsend's doing it now. He's got these attic shows, and and I think in cities like Austin, you could even probably stay at the house of the living room where you were playing. <laughs> do you, so, so when you do really these, or how, how? What kind of size groups do you have? If it's in a den, those must be kind of small. Do you do different kind of private gigs, small, large, medium? Well, when you when I do them, it's it, it depends. Uh, you know, everywhere from forty to people to uh, a couple months ago someone had the most ridiculous stupid mansion they, but they were so nice <laughs> and they had about 300 people there. Todd's got wow. a ridiculously stupid mansion and he's so nice come on <laughs> his, his house well, is I, I would love to and I, lo- I love Austin very much so. well, well come come visit us it's beautiful here oh you guys and we're friendly oh you guys are really friendly it's and a you've got a big fan here. <laughs> All right, thank you, Jill. Thank you. Thanks, Pippi. I'd wait till the summer, though. Might Why be a little cold for you. Might be a little cold for you over there this time of the year. Isn't it? Oh, I'm not that. I'm not scared. I'm you're from not. Colorado. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess you're not. <laughs> Makes sense. All right, Chris and you got some questions for Jill? Yes, I do, and I'm just going to second what Pippi said. Since I'm in Dallas, I'm going to say, yes, come to Texas. Please come to Texas. <laughs> but okay. actually, I wanted to ask you about, um, were you the one that came up with the concept, the, the creative financing of your next record? Yeah, you know, uh, and it's it's been, I have to tell you how great it's been and how surprising, too, instead of going with a label. I uh, put up jillsnextrecord.com for people that don't know it to try to raise funds uh, you know, for for my record from uh, fan donations. But, of course, th- there would be gifts, everything from, you know, free download to uh, before everyone has it to to I write you a theme song to house concerts to someone gave me at the uh, weapons grade plutonium level gave me the top grade for doing a duet with me on the record and it was fantastic <laughs> she was really good so oh. um, um, and I finished the record I got what I wanted in six weeks and you just did all that on the internet all that on the internet wow. That's a and, great and, idea. And what's great is bringing it to, like, uh, I call it kind of the Medici's, all my fans who are helping out, and, and bringing it to that level and having a, a communication with each one. So um, it, it's really, I mean, I think it'd been great when I was a kid. Could you imagine that we contribute to a Todd record? 
And he sang and he sang a song that had our name in it. <laughs> so I and I think more artists are starting to do that or or they're going to. Well, they should cuz I think it's a brilliant idea. That way you know you've got fans that are going to buy the record if they've supported it. Of course they're going to buy it. So why I mean, it's a win-win. Uh, yeah, and and you know what I I think so too and I think it's also necessary for the for an artist to do nowadays when you know people don't buy records like they used to and so it's necessary for us to go directly to the fans and and to be in contact with them and if that takes doing house concerts if that takes uh, you know just being more personal and I, I'm all for it because I was always that way anyway. Uh-huh. Well, it's fantastic, and I'm so thrilled that you that you made the money you needed, and I was on the website earlier today. It looks like you're still making some, so it's great. We need to suggest this to Todd for his next one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, that would, be, that would be great. And he should look at uh, the different levels. Like I said, it's Jill's next record, the different levels from polished rock where you get a free record to to ones where, uh, you know, I write you a theme song, which I have yet to do, but I'm going to do it. It's, it. I think I'm going to make them all try to sound like either combination of the Perry Mason theme song or Mary Tyler Moore. But could you imagine Todd writing writing a theme song for one of us? <laughs> Absolutely. That's hysterical. Yeah. He could do it. It would be he a dream come true. Oh, yeah? He would do it, too. I mean, just to have him do, like, be on your answering machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would I would so pay for that. Yeah. 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 Hey, listen, I want to ask you a question about touring. Uh when you're on the road, how do you get your laundry done? You know what that's really good, but usually what I do is I spend a lot of money to have the hotel do it. <laughs> And and it's really ridiculous. What is it like five dollars for a pair of socks? <laughs> it's one of those stupid. It's like the mini bar, you know. Yeah. It's like five dollars for the Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six dollar water. Or else, there's times when I'm at. Uh, you know, it, it depends. Like when when I do a little East Coast tour, I just have a a, a little place in New York, a, a little apartment where I'm just there all the time. So. You know, I'll come home there for the evening sometimes, so I'll get to do that. But, yeah, that that's a, that's not – someone needs to come up with a portable washing machine. Well, or if you're doing the, the house parties, you can say, you know, make part of your <laughs> – put that on your rider that you have to yeah, do loads of my laundry. Folded everything. And folded. <laughs> or hung. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny, actually. Yeah, unless it's dry cleaning, and then you're kind of out of luck. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. Right, right. How did you get hooked up with Julia Sweeney? Julia and I met this at this conference called TED T E D. If you guys you guys have to check out TED dot com. It's this uh, it started as a four day conference, like a master class with the most amazing people. You know, you're sitting in the audience with a like. I was first time I went, I was sitting next to a guy named Larry Brilliant, who eradicated smallpox. And then you're you're next to 
you know, someone that did something else kind of great. And, and um, she was performing something for letting go of God. Uh, and I've been a part of it for a long time, and I just play like one song a day. And um, we were both fans of each other. And uh, I had her come up to a show. We both Now we live like two blocks away from each other. And had her come up to one of my shows and said, why don't you just come up and just riff, riff on one of my songs. And, and it was really great. And then we decided, let's try to do this. So, um, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll, we might tour the Jill and Julia show, too. <laughs> she's connected, Cruiser Mel. That'd be great. I think that'd be hysterical. Uh, I know she's she's really funny, and in listening to a lot of your songs, you you definitely got a, a funny bone in you. That's for sure. Yeah, but she, and it's it's pretty funny because it's she's she is not only funny, but she's really smart, and uh, and, it, and it's funny. And talking here's a Todd Rundgren connection. The last time it wasn't the last time, but last month, Julia. And I were at a some sort of award show, award show, and uh, Michelle was there. Hmm. Todd's Michelle. Yeah, awesome. which I hadn't seen in ages. So yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, she's been on the show a few times. We've got her booked for next month too. She's going to do a little webcam action for us, actually. So that'll be fun. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So I saw a picture of you online with uh, Lisa Loeb too. I like her a lot. I thought that was fun. Oh yeah, Lisa's. She's a good gal. Yeah. You're very connected out there. I like it. Well, let's delve into the past just for a minute right quick, because I know everybody is dying to know a little bit about Todd producing your first ever album. I read somewhere, too, that uh, there was some partying going on. It was pretty wild back then, and you were <laughs> very young and uh, kind of, you know, shocked a little bit. Now I guess you've seen it all being in the business as long as you have. Yeah, but that one was a good doozy. That one was a good one. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't really, it was kind of sweet, and it wasn't really that decadent, but it was the, the like the second day I arrived to record, and Todd said, oh, we're stopping for two days because I'm having my annual Labor Day party. We invite all these people to come and, uh, you know, from all over, and it was, you know, he'd rent these big screens to, uh, Watch everyone to watch the Jerry Lewis telethon. Now, that's just trippy enough in yes. itself. But I remember that I think he had like a table full of mushrooms. Table full and, uh, of mushrooms. You know, here I am, and it's like around all these people tripping. And then I walked into one room, and and uh, I, I was with Todd's parents. And you were with his parents, and all I, this was going on. I mean, they were, you know, I mean, there wasn't nothing, there wasn't really, you know, anything, you know, there weren't people having sex in a room or anything. It was pretty tame, except for people were kind of, I think, drinking a bit and tripping. <laughs> doing drugs, <laughs> watching Jerry Lewis. That was nice. Yeah, doing drugs, watching Jerry Lewis in front of your parents. I don't know, that's not normal. I don't think well, most kids. Yeah, <laughs> they, they were all very nice, and, and it was just kind of strange. I walked in the room and just started, because I didn't really know anyone. So I started hanging out with his dad. Yeah. <laughs> that was my that was my wild Todd party experience. Yeah, well, you, you weren't really a kid then, but you were still, you know, uh, I'm sure you were 
kind of shocked a little bit. Maybe, maybe not. Well, yeah, I thought like, oh, I, I was just a little taken aback, and I thought, wow, this is kind of. Is this the is this the way it's going to be every night? Is this the rock lifestyle I'm going to have? Wow! It really never materialized after that. No, I think he's probably calmed down a little bit as well. <laughs> and for me, it never, you know. So when you before you got into that business, I mean, what was your background like at home? Were you from a straight home, or were you a pretty wild kid? Um, I was a kid that you know I was one of those that experimented with everything, but I never really went indulged in anything, and yeah. I, I think I wanted to be wilder than I was. <laughs> I, I just had too too much control issues, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Let myself really go. Mm-hmm. Like I've always wanted to be a real big pothead. I just can't go there. You just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. So you just decided against by now not to be that wild person you always wanted to be. Well, I don't know. There's still time, I suppose. I would argue some people think that you're probably pretty wild. Well, I suppose. I don't know. I mean, you're the first person to write a song that had a theme like I Kissed a Girl. True. You're a political activist. You do songs about controversial issues. You know, that's wild to some people. Sometimes I like to be a provocateur, but in the kind of sometimes most subtle way, which sometimes can be the more most insidious way, you know, when you're not banging someone over the head. And especially when I'm doing a song, a political song, I always have to put some humor in it because I think sometimes that's more effective than just being, you know, just having an angry screed or something. You know? Sure. What do you think about the people, and I think there's a lot of them, that, because I hear it a lot, that don't like for artists to go political? What would be your response to those people? Well, I I mean, interesting. Um, uh, I don't know why. I mean, I think an artist is an artist, and they they should, if they're a songwriter, they they, they write what they're feeling or thinking about. I think it's a matter if it's done good. I mean, you can have a... An anti-war song, for instance, it's a really good one, or one that's just really dumb and bad, you know. I think some of it depends on the art, how good it is. Sure, some of them are the best songs are those anti-war songs from the 60s. What about, though, you know, uh, the situation like with the Dixie Chicks, where they where it wasn't part of their music, they were just being vocal, and people, you know, some people got upset with them. Well, yeah, it hurt them with country radio, but... Um, you know, it got them a lot of respect and notoriety and, and album sales that they wouldn't normally get mm-hmm. from radio. So I, I, I don't think it was a real loss for them. You know, I, I mean, it, it's funny because I wrote an article. I write uh, an article every month for a performing songwriter, and my last one was Republican musicians and songwriters because I was saying, why isn't there a, <laughs> Why aren't there any, you know, you can think of like, you know, I don't know where Todd is. They There's some on CMT. <laughs> There's got to be some on CMT, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you know, that that uh, there are some people in Nashville, for instance, that, you know, keep their politics to themselves because the country music audience is clearly, or the, the 
the establishment is clearly more conservative and right-wing. And I suppose the opposite could be said of, of, of pop and rock music. I have a friend, my one friend, who's, who's very conservative and, and voted a conservative Republican, and he he's highly in the closet. He doesn't want anyone, <laughs> doesn't want anyone to know. And, and I totally understand that, you know. You don't think you don't think they're selling out then? Yeah, I know. Well, you know, I understand not wanting to. Uh, you know, something's going to hurt you, but uh, me, I just, I like to, I don't have any censors on what I'm going to write about. <laughs> I need to see one of your shows. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so you talk a lot, I believe, between your songs, I take it. I do. Yeah? In fact. Well, you know, it depends. Sometimes I, can, I try not to do the same show. I mean, especially if I'm solo, I never know what I'm going to do, you know. Sometimes I say too much. Like, like. Sometimes I'm like, "What? Why did I bring that up?" <laughs> <laughs> so, do you ever have a uh, negative reaction from the audience, or is everybody always on board with you? How does that go over? I've never had. I don't think I've ever had a negative reaction. That's good. Yeah, because it's you know I never say anything. Yeah. yeah. Mean. No. Well, it depends. <laughs> Depends on what you define as mean, right? Yeah. Like, so how would you define your comment that you might write the third version of I Kissed a Girl? Oh, if I wrote a third version, I think. Yeah. I okay. made a comment about it that you might do it, you know. I don't know if I did. Funny. If I did, it would just be, uh, I thought that, you know, there's very funny ways you could do it. Uh, you know, one would be, you know, so mine was, you know, that the, the about sexual exploration and and, and 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 I think the new version Katy Perry's was kind of more like a girl gone wild uh, uh, you know like how many hits you can get on your Facebook but um, I think I would take mine I, you know continue the story like Kiss the Girl Part 2 because mine was about the next door neighbor girl and how you know we, we uh, you know the boyfriends didn't know what you know what was right. going on, and uh, but then I would take it. We left. Our, here's the, the the second version would start. We left our boyfriend. You know. Yeah, it did. We, we had okay. Wait, it, 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 I would get more sexual. It, had, it was really hot sex. Then we left the boyfriends, and then we decided to like get 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 married and adopt and kids, and then it just got really boring, and we just became like any other couple. You said you left the dull boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and got gay married in California, which now, you know, is an issue, but and right, really exactly. no one gave a shit. <laughs> that was your quote. I love it. Yeah. You really kissed the girl. It was like, we, I kissed the girl, and no one really cared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gave a damn. And that's probably what it'll be eventually, but, you know, television, it's uh, still a big deal, kind of. Um, now, that new song, you, some people think that it's negative, the new I Kissed a Girl, you think it's just, uh, from what it sounded like to me, you, you just think it's kind of like a girl's going wild, no big deal? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean I've been so inundated by people asking me that it's just, it's more of a, uh, uh, at first it was really annoying, you know? yeah, <laughs> but, but now I'm like, uh, you know, you know, on one hand, I'm not the Kiss the Girl girl anymore, right? which is kind of freeing. 
Yeah, but you know, it's the benefit of it is that song being out there is it brings back yours, and that's got to get you people that didn't know about it and bring some new fans in, I would think. Any press is good press, right? Absolutely, plus the critics like mine more. So they <laughs> Yeah, I like yours more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd vote, I'd vote for Jill's version, too. I can't stand that current one. Ugh. Yeah, it's a little annoying. Yeah, what did you... How did you... Um... But, you know... What can I say? I'm, I I I hate to badmouth any other artist. But, uh, so there. I'll let other people do it. <laughs> let other people do it. All right. Very good. Let me ask All a right. question though uh, about the video for that song. <laughs> Whose idea was it to get Fabio in, involved in that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we wanted to pick like the kind of dorkiest male icon. And originally, I wanted we wanted like. Mm, David Hasselhoff, but that would have cost a lot of money, and that would have been really funny. But uh, Fabio, you know, his career, you know, his career was kind of like on a downhill, you know, at that time, and so we could get him. And uh, so it was Fabio. It was pretty funny, actually. Well, he looked like he was being a pretty good sport too. You know what? We at first we made fun of him, and then we thought, you know, he was really nice. And he was a really good sport, and uh, that's you know, and he was really nice to work with. <laughs> Sounds like you kind of feel bad about making fun of the man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, well, he's kind of made a, a a kind of second career of making fun of himself, anyway. You know. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Very nice. Well, um, you guys. Time's up. I have to. Yeah. I have to get ready and go to the show tonight. Well, we appreciate you giving us more time than we expected. I have to what to wear. <laughs> I don't know. Well, thank you guys, and um, maybe I'll talk back with you guys when it's like, fe- uh, you know, end of February, March, when the record comes out. We would love to have you back on, get some more time. That. Yeah. that would be great. Absolutely. So, uh, and, uh, listen to and play some of the songs and talk about the new record, sure. You got it. I'll send it to you before it comes out. All right. Well, have a good time tonight. Stay in touch. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Jill. She's a good interview. Isn't she fun? We're going to play some music from the uh, Jill Sobule sings Prozac and the Platypus. And we're going to sing her two most, uh, we're not saying, we're going to play, <laughs> I might mute and sing, we're going to play her two most popular songs, which, of course, are I Kissed a Girl and Supermodel, which was in the movie Clueless which was 1995 with, um, what's that girl's name? Um, the blonde girl. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can't think That's what her beautiful. name is. She did the video with Liv Tyler. On wow. Uh, so Alicia Silverstone. There you go. That was a pretty funny movie, you know, for kind of a basic comedy. I, I enjoyed it. It's on TV a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what are we going to talk about, Doug? All right, where are we going to start? Let's see. Well, we can tease people out and make them wait for the announcement, or we can get into it, or we can go into the Battle of the Tots, whatever you want to do. Let's tease people and go into the Battle of the Tots. <laughs> Actually, I don't think we can, and I'll tell you why in just a minute. Let me just confirm what I'm thinking here. Um, yeah, we got to move. we got to move into our surprise right now, all right? Okay, right now. Okay, so here's the announcement. 
this is kind of crazy. It's unique. It's different. And it has to do with Todd Rundgren in Philadelphia on New Year's Eve. As you know, if, if you have been listening, Rundgren Radio is sponsoring, hosting, whatever you want to call it, a show in Philadelphia for New Year's Eve because Todd hasn't done one in 12 years. So we wanted to get one put together. Semi-private, small group, still some tickets. You can find out the information at toddnye.info. NYE, of course, is short for New Year's Eve. So what are we going to do? Pre-show, we are going to have what we are deeming a Pippi production. Pippi, of course, called in earlier into the show. We are going to have a true-to-life, an actual wedding at this gig. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, that's a Isn't traditional that the, song, and I don't think it'll be very traditional. Isn't that the coolest thing? I love this well, idea. Free show. Uh oh. Okay, hold on just a second. Jody, you got to turn your, you got to mute your computer, baby, and listen through the phone. All right. So it's Jody and Richard. They were at Todd Stock. They got an interesting story. We're about to hear from Jody when she turns her computer down and mutes it, and we'll find out why in the world they're getting married when everybody thought they were married already in Todd Stock. So we'll get into that some, and we don't have any uh, details about the wedding other than it will be very Todd-centric, and it will be very different, and you want to be there if you're in town. You do not want to miss this. We will have lots of surprises, and if you know Pippi, you know it's going to be crazy, just like she is, and very creative, and it's just going to be fun, fun, fun. More fun to add to our gig. So, Jody, you with us? Oh, I'm here. Yeah, all right. Uh, that computer can you music. hear me? I can. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Doug. Hi, Mel. We're blessed to have the bride with us tonight. Da, 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 da. <laughs> okay, I think I think some people kind of freak it out wanting to know what's going on, huh? Yeah, got to give us the scoop. Okay, here's the scoop. <laughs> Richard and I celebrated the wedding of our dreams in May 2007 on a Mediterranean cruise. We got married in Italy. It was beautiful. It was everything we ever wanted it to be, except legal. (laughs) And we were so embarrassed. Um, The paperwork didn't go through. In Massachusetts, you can designate the captain of a ship to marry you, and that's exactly what we wanted to do. Um, In... In the time it took to get and he to the captain and he was at sea, it was not completed in a timely manner. Um, we had my parents with us. My mother was not very happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> and we were all perplexed how to, you know, legitimize it without taking away the fact that we considered that our true and real wedding and, um, you know, we didn't want to muddy the memory or confuse people or anything like that. So uh, after discussing it back and forth for many months and my mother not agreeing and I not agreeing and nobody agreeing, Richard and I thought that finally we had to do something about it and we decided that we were going to do it this New Year's Eve. Excellent. Yes. So... um Richard said, well, 
we're going to be in Philly. Let's do it in Philly. And I said, well, I don't know about that. You know, um, that might be a little weird or I don't know how we would swing that. And um, so here we are. There you go. So (laughs) what? I know it's not just because you're in Philly that you want to get married on New Year's Eve, i got to assume. There's got to be more to the story than that. Well, we just figured that the time was a wasting, and uh, we, we were getting a little nervous, um, living in sin, as it were, <laughs> as imposters. Um, you know, for us, it was all very real, and, um, you know, but we had to remedy the little teeny tiny detail of that little teeny tiny piece of paper. Um, so... Uh, through the grace of Doug and Mel, and um, I'm, I'm sure many great ideas from the magical Pippi, um, we are going to do the deed and uh, legitimize our living arrangement. <laughs> I think you need to cut Richard off until then. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right. It's going to grow back. <laughs> yeah, but you know, then they're then they're going to just want to consummate their marriage right there in front of us, and we're not interested. You'll miss the Todd gig, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> right there on the stage in front of everybody. That God, I hope that's probably what Pippi will try to put in the plan. So you got to watch out for her. And it'll become She'll have one. Get tattoos and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> one big <Show>. orgy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Now, see, oh, I have no. tried. And tried uh, to we get said it. it was going to be a wild party, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, now everybody knows why it's semi-private. All right, so Jody, I tried to dig it out of you. You won't say it. You've told me ten hundred thousand times that the reason you want to do it on New Year's Eve and the reason you want to do it in Philadelphia is because you want to get married in front of your Todd fan friends. Oh my gosh! I mean, I was just going to say that too. I just figured I I was clear and. You know, but that's the thing. Part of the problem was when you get married, it's such an important day. You want to do it in front of people that are important to you. And, um, you know, after this year, oh, my goodness, um, there couldn't be anything more amazing or appropriate than to get married in front of our all of our family, our Todd family, I mean, I'm just so excited about it. You don't even know. <laughs> yeah, and there's going to be several Todd stalkers there. I know for sure. Veggie yep. Girl and Bender and Mindy and, of course, Cruz Mel and I were there. My wife was there. We yep. all remember you. Pippi. Yeah. Of course, the band. So, yeah. Yep. 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 So. And, and um, we're just so glad that you've opened your arms to us. And, uh, like I said, you know, we're looking forward to getting married in front of our family, our Todd family. <laughs> it's going to be a blast. It'll be for sure. It will not be your average, everyday, normal wedding. And we'll have oh, like, no. the store. Yeah. Anything goes, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anything goes. I wish I could give more details, but Pippi's working on those now. Maybe we'll have her on in a couple weeks to talk about it. When we get cool. some more plans, just expect it to be wild and different, something you don't want to miss. And hopefully we can videotape and put that bad boy on YouTube. You Somebody betcha. Yeah, you betcha. You wick- That'll be Wicked Pippa. <laughs> wicked Pissa in Boston. As they say in Boston. Yeah, it'll make you wreck your car when you hear about that. Yep. Woo-hoo. All right. So, yeah, and you know, there'll be some surprises. We're working on things, some of the obvious things. You're probably sitting there in your head going, 
What are they going to do? Are they going to do this, that, and other? Yeah, we're thinking about that. We're trying. Trust us. So anyway, all right, <laughs> so we know now that Jody and Richard are going to get married. We know it's yep. going to be before the gig. Uh, we'll let everybody know the full details that are going to be at this gig, so you'll know when to show up if you, you want to be there. I don't think you want to miss this. Uh, there will be something for everyone. This will probably involve some audience participation. So, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, we definitely. have a suggestion to broadcast this live on DD show. Mm-hmm. We may do that. That mm-hmm. might be fun. Mm-hmm. Or on Air FM anyway. Yeah, that'd be cool. So we'll have a good time, and uh, we're glad you're going to do it. Now, you've checked, and it's all legal. You can do the vows for yourself, something like that. Well, that's a whole other wonderful little twist to the story. Uh-oh. Um, in the state of Pennsylvania, it is Quaker law that a couple can marry themselves. You can have a license to marry yourself. Um, it is called a self-united marriage license. So that opens up a whole new nest of pelicans that we can uh, have fun with. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Because Jody you know Richard Pennsylvania Quakers. is a it's a Quaker state. Yeah. So well, what do we go. do? Throw oatmeal at you when the when the yeah. <laughs> no rice. We're gonna go with Quaker oats. No brain. Well, Richard's gonna let his beard grow long. I'm going to wear a gray dress. <laughs> We're gonna come come in in horse and carriage, uh, carrying wheat and barley. <laughs> well, I've heard a rumor that Richard was gonna dress up in Todd's outfit that he wore on the midnight special for Hello, It's Me. Oh, hold on a second. Say, I'm wearing the peacock outfit. I'm wearing the peacock outfit. There All you right. go. If that's not worth 125 bucks to go to this gig, I don't know what is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is worth it all. Of course, this wedding is no charge to people who are going to the event, and anybody else who wants to go for that matter. So it'll be fun, and we'll have that at the Painted Bride where the gig is. Again, if you want to know about it, it's info. It's time for you to get on board with this if you're not on it already. Oh, it's be there, be square. Aloha. Hello. <laughs> All right, Jody. Thanks for calling in and uh, giving us the scoop. We're looking forward to being a part of your special day. Oh, I cannot wait thank to see what you it guys. comes up with. There you I go. love you All right. all. We'll talk soon. Bye. All right. Tell Richard. See you later. See you, Richard. Okay. All right. Oh, say bye. Say bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> caught him just in time. <laughs> All right, so that's one of our things. You know, no telling what else we're going to come up with this thing, Cruiser Mail. We got a. It's hard to top Vegas because we had three shows back to back to back. You know, with the Tubes and the Sergeant Pepper and the Todd gig. So we got to come up with some good stuff. So this is one thing we'll be doing. Well, and FYI, we we didn't make up this wedding thing. She came to us. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, yeah. It did. Yeah. I, I think it's it a, a great, great idea. idea, and, uh, you know, I've been to some strange weddings before, but this one, I, I just, it, nothing's going to beat this one. Yeah, and it's going to be fun to uh, have the post-wedding reception party. How would you like to have that, you know, your, who, who played at your reception party? Did you have a DJ? Nah, I just had this Todd Runger band, Yeah, they were all right. They did this they, they, for, they played for a couple of hours, you yeah, know. They played love and action for us, you know. <laughs> Speaking of love and action, it is time, I love these things, for me to tell you where you can find and see the designs for the champagne glass 
and for the T-shirt. The T-shirt says Love in Action on it, and that is because, part of it, is because we have a wedding going on. So that is also mentioned on the T-shirt design. It is very cool, and I am now posting it in the chat room. So here's how you get there. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash rungrenradio.blogspot.com. That is our blogspot page. If you will go there, you can see the pictures of the champagne glass and the T-shirt. The champagne glass, it'll be etched on. It won't be black, but that's what it's going to look like. And you know what glass etching is, of course. So it's going to be really beautiful and pretty. And we will all have uh, everybody of drinking age and people who want to will have a toast of champagne at midnight. And we will have the T-shirts available for people who buy them pre-show. And check it out. It's based on a blatant copy of a Rocky movie poster, except we have replaced it with Todd. If you don't recognize the picture of Todd, that's from the inside cover of Something Anything. Bill Bricker did that. Brilliant work. It is lovely. you got to check it out. If you don't like that, you got issues. <laughs> don't you think? Yeah, it does look good. Deacon Light says I need to put this blog spot on Todd. Uh, NYE.info. I think I already did. So I think we're good. So there you go. Yeah. What do you so think? What else, what else is going on? Uh, uh, oh, I know. I wanted to ask you a question. Is it possible for people, if they absolutely positively cannot make it to Philadelphia, can they order T-shirts or champagne glasses or, or sweatshirts? <laughs> that sounds like it was a planned question. No, sales, really. Like an infomercial. Well, let me well, tell you, I didn't mean it well, that, that's though. a great question. In fact, they can do that. All they need to do is call 1-800. No, um, actually, yeah, I would say yes. The um, My concern is this. I'm probably going to have everything shipped to um, to Philadelphia area. So somebody had asked me if they could get some champagne glasses and a martini shaker prior to the concert because they wanted to celebrate with us despite the fact they couldn't be there. So I may can make that work in a few cases, but most people, if you do order it, you'll probably have to wait. You know, I don't know, I'll see what I can do, but you may have to wait till after New Year's. But there's several options. The design will be the same on all the shirts. So there's a short sleeve shirt, long sleeve shirt, sweatshirt, women's cut, men's cut on the shirts. I know it's all confusing. So I just wanted to offer for everything, you know, because some people live in hot areas, some people live in cold. You know, get what you want if you're going to get something. Yeah. So. So, How about it? So buy early and buy often, okay? <laughs> yeah. And the martini shakers, I wish I could get you a good picture of them. I'm going to try eventually when it's, when it's good weather outside. They look fantastic. They do. I got the privilege of getting to see one uh, a few days ago, and they're really sharp looking. Uh, they're they're large. They're enough to make, what, two, maybe even three martinis in them. Oh, at least. 16 ounces. They're just the right size, and they... Really look good. They got Todd Tini recipe on one side, and they got Todd's face on the other in a cartoon. So there you go. And they don't leak or anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a really good price. It's really a good price, I think, that we've got on them. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dee Dee's got one. She says it's awesome. I sent her one for um, hooking me up with that website. She did a great job with our Todd NYE dot info website. Uh-huh. So there you go. 
All right, so we got to quit selling, though. This has become an infomercial, so let's move on to some other Todd stuff. You know what's going on. Check it out, toddnye.info, and you're in the loop. Uh, email me, DD, or anybody else who wants hotel advice or whatnot. And, um, you know, she's mentioning a group package, but that was impossible because it's New Year's Eve and hotels were offering me like $10 off. I'm like, that ain't going to work. I'm not going to sign a contract and, you know, put myself at risk and all that kind of stuff for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. That ain't going to happen. Right. All right. So how about we go into, let's play a Jill song. Yeah. And then we'll go into Battle of Todd's and we'll play some more Jill songs. So I'm going to play, you want to go new or old? Why don't we go uh, first, let's do this. Let's go with a song from her first album that Todd produced. I think that's a great idea. This is a short song. It's two minutes. It's very mellow. It's nothing like Arena, but it's a really nice song. And her other songs are quite different. She goes all over the place like Todd. She's got the fast, the slow. This is a slow one, but this was produced by Todd Rundgren. This is from her first album. This is called The Gifted Child. Here we go. This is Jill Sobule. Sounds like a music box or something. Yeah, it's a really pretty song. It kind of gives you a good feeling. I really like that. I like her stuff. I mean, I really, you know, didn't know much about her, and so I've been tracking down some songs, and all of them I like, and they're all very different. She does a good job, and I'd love to see her show live. I think it would be a blast. Yeah, I saw several uh, YouTube videos of her performing live, and it does look like she does a very entertaining show, and, and you're right, she does do some talking. Yep. All right, so instead of going to Battle of Ties, let's hold off. I want to play another song by her. Let's go ahead and play her most popular song ever. This was the first song, especially popular song and hit, that uh, referenced, I guess, I don't 
one term I'm going to look for. Let's see, that referenced. Um, gay. Uh, <laughs> there's something else. There was a term they used for you. But, yeah, it's the first gay reference, I guess, that, you know, was popular and on the radio, et cetera. I can't remember the term that, that she used for it. But, um, of course, there was a, a hit song this year called I Kissed a Girl by Katie, which you be the judge, see which one you like. So this is Jill Sobule, I Kissed a Girl. About Freddy's such a hairy behemoth, she said. Dumb as a box of hammers, but he's such a handsome guy. And I opened up and I told her about Larry and yesterday how he asked me to marry, and I'm not giving him an answer yet. I think it could be better. So we laughed, compared notes. We had a drink, we had a smoke. She took off her overcoat. I kissed a girl Her biggest hit, 
And uh, there's a new one out that was a number one song. Sorry, Jill, but, you know, we got to get some reaction from you. It's, it's a, I meant to ask her when she was talking about perhaps writing a, a third version to that song and, and you know, leaving the boyfriends and, and I can't even remember what all she said, but I wanted to say, but, you know, at the end of the video in that, you girls were both pregnant by those boyfriends or husbands or whatever. Uh-huh. Oh. Mm. Well, the new one is, from my understanding, is uh, the girl is actually a male that's feminine, um, that wears lipstick, apparently. In the Katy Perry version? And if you watch oh, the video yeah. at the end, she's in bed with a guy. Oh well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really watch the MTV stuff much. <laughs> it's on YouTube now. Okay, I'll check it out. All right, all right. What are you gonna do? All yeah. right. So anyway, Karen comes into the chat room asking if she missed the announcements. And uh, first of all, Karen, you need to be on time. Second of all, I was kidding when I said Billy was canceled because I knew that would get to you. All right, so. It hasn't been canceled, of course. It's all good. But you did miss an announcement. You can listen to the archives and get caught up because we are in full mode to keep going. We're going to do the Battle of Tods, and we got two more Jill songs for you. One of them you got to hear, and I think Patrick's going to love the title, our buddy Dustin29. So funny stuff. But let's go into the Battle of the Tods. All right, we got three songs this week. we got Dan Stick, Mindy, and Wendy. Wow. I'm a poet and didn't know it. Which one do you want to start with, Cruiser Mel? I say let's start with Wendy. Everybody knows it's Wendy. <laughs> All right, our friend Wendy in Texas, San Antonio. Wendy, this is Truth from Todd Rugren Liar CD. Here we go. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Rugren, and you're listening to RugrenRadio.com. Second ago, so now the um, the poll is up. Excellent, but we must play the other song. So, which one are we going to do next, Mindy or Dance Stick? Well, I put them on the website as Wendy, and then Dance Stick, and then Mindy. 
All right, here we go. This is Dan Stick's Choice. This is Afraid from Todd Rundgren's new CD, Arena. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Rundgren, and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. Everybody, this is Todd Rundgren, and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. I had to mute my phone, too. My dog decided to go crazy. I think he likes Todd because it seems like whenever I'm on this radio show and you start playing music, he starts running around the house. So he likes it. Of course he likes. It's his version of dancing, I guess. Yeah, of course he likes Todd. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Which I think we got some real good selections there. And um, Sherry, we'll get you in next month. And uh, so... Boy, this one's going to be tough. These three are, all three of these are really good. Yep, serious battles of the title of it. Of course, last month we had a winner. Do you remember who that was, Cruiser? How could you forget? It was Dustin29. Do you remember his competition? Ah, let's see. Ah, fill me in, fill me in. Veggie Girl. Yes. Darnell and Roger from TR Connection. And they all had great songs, and it was a very tough competition as well. So, yeah, 
Fun stuff. Battle of the Tods. Yeah, they each one of those three, they need to get out there and stump for this, you know. Yeah, we'll eliminate somebody, and then it'll be down to two, and then we'll eliminate somebody during the show next week. Uh, we'll come up with the winner, uh, which we'll announce in December. Next week's show is Randy the Roadie. You don't want to miss it. That is going to be a scream. That dude is wild. Yeah, yep. Yeah, you think? I hope he's willing to tell some tales. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't just want to know, you know, okay, so Todd likes his guitar plugged in this way with the cord going this way. No, 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 no. I want good stuff. <laughs> well, well, we'll get it out of it. Maybe we get Chasm to call in and mess with him. Sure. Well, that'd be fun. Sure. They'll be Love just it. get back from the tour. They're going to be worn out, boy. Yep. Yep. Are what you else we got? I heard you. I caught you again. I'm typing in the chat room. Fancy girls just saying they didn't remember. Show. I thought you were asking about the songs, <laughs> not the people. You're supposed to be on the radio show. Hang on, let me finish this one word. Here we go. Look at that. This is my co-host, <laughs> people. Send me your resumes. We need a replacement. You're killing me. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. You don't pay me enough. Mm -hmm. All right, so we'll do this. We'll let you go play in the chat room, hopefully get that out of your system, and then I'm going to have a psychiatrist send you a letter that says you needed, what was it, a two-week break from the Internet that you (laughs) had (laughs) from the chat room, maybe, a two-week chat room break. All right, so let's play another. That would just about kill me. I was offline for a week there, and, and and I about lost my mind. I could probably do without the internet for a while, but I gotta have the BlackBerry to get the emails. And then sometimes the emails, you know, you can't see what you need to see. Like these, you know, like let's take for example this art design for the T-shirt. I wouldn't have been able to get a good view of it on my BlackBerry. I would have had to get on a computer to look and see what kind of changes we might need to make, etc. You're right, right. So there you have it. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is Jill's second biggest hit. This was in the movie Clueless. This is called Supermodel. Chill so beautiful. Please enjoy the music while your next L subscriber is hunted down. Bye bye. Come on. Let's try that again, shall we? Shall we?
I'll take that one too. Song on. How um, is it during that one little song, our chat room totally just went to pot? It really did. These are bad <laughs> people in our chat room. We may have to just, you know, really rethink this marriage, or we'll just have the marriage. We just don't want to be part of the honeymoon with these freaks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Led by the wedding director Pippi. And the bride was being nasty, too. Yeah. And, of course, Dustin, you know, that's nothing new for him. So, you know, what are you going to do? That's exactly right. <laughs> that song's cool, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a nice song. Oh, uh, She's got it. a really unique style of playing that guitar. Uh, when you watch her, I mean, she even slaps the guitar a lot of the time uh, to make a statement, I guess. It does get a different sound. So uh, it's yeah. really cool. I like her. Yeah, that'd be fun to see live, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So, what else we got? Anything else? Well, uh, thankfully we weren't on the webcam tonight to see us both freak out there for a short while. True, true. Um, but I don't know if I've got anything. I do know that the Europeans are digging them some Todd action right now. Yep. And Good reviews. So it's true that Todd played with Ethel a few nights yeah. ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did a song or two. I can't believe that's not up on YouTube yet. Uh, no. Well, you know, maybe they aren't into it like we are. I don't know. A whole uh, lot Italy, was, Italy was last night, right? No, tonight, I believe. Right. Or today, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That would have been the show I would have liked to have seen. Milan. You just want to Italy. Yeah, you just want to go to Italy. Heck yeah, I want to go to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to see Todd while I'm there. Right. Beat it. Best of both worlds, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm looking forward to the return to the United States, though. It won't be long. Well, that is true, because, excuse me, next week we'll have Randy on. And Randy, of course, is touring with them uh, here and there. So what do we got when they get back? Let's see. They got uh, Paris this Thursday and then the UK on Saturday and Sunday, that'll be uh, you know pretty packed with people that we know and Todd fans. We'll get some good reports from those shows and some pictures on YouTube, I'm sure. And then he heads over to our artist Mr. Bricker's area at the Birchmere on the 17th in Virginia. Yeah, very yeah. good. I tell you what, I'm tempted to go to this Bayshore, New York, and Norfolk, Connecticut shows. It's a Friday Saturday deal. Sellersville on Monday sold out, but. You know, maybe go there and recruit some people for the New Year's Eve gig if, if we need to, which hopefully by then we won't. But, uh, you know, I love the weekend gigs, back-to-back deal. Those places are kind of far apart, though. So I don't know. They really are, yeah. Yeah, that's a little they, easier, though. Hmm? They've got trains and stuff up there, unlike us down here in the south. Trains, planes, and automobiles. It'd be probably easier trying to push the two New York shows and then taking a two-day break and going to Maryland and all that. But who knows? I've never seen somebody waffle as much as you have about this trip. <laughs> well, there's two things I'm not waffling about. One is I'm going to Maryland, and two is I'm going to Philly. So how about You're that? officially going to Maryland now. Oh, Annapolis is a lot. Okay, well, I didn't know that. I missed a week, so. That's right. Well, you know, I have been kind of wishy-washy on that. But if I'm going to a gig the next night, why would I not go ahead and go to the Annapolis gig, you know? Yeah. So, and I got great seats for that. It's sold out. It's a small venue, you know, two, three hundred people, three hundred people, I think now, something like that. 
Mm-hmm. And that'll be nice, like our gig, but not quite the same. Not quite the same. By the way, uh, Cruiser Mail is looking for a ride from Maryland to Philly. <laughs> Just an FYI, because I'm not going to be in the mood to take the train for about the fourth time during my trip for that week. So if anybody wants to give Cruiser Mail a ride and can put up with me for an hour or two, um, yeah, contact me. Yeah, uh, contact me, too, if you want to be a carpool, because I had somebody hit me up from the Maryland area wanting a ride to that show, so they would be happy to pay for gas. I don't know what their car situation is, but uh, they live, I don't know, it seemed like, you know, fairly close, so not a big drive, I don't think, 10, 15 minutes maybe or whatever miles. But uh, if you're in a generous mood and want to give somebody a ride to that gig, holla at me at rungerradioearthlink.net. Very good. Uh, yeah. Oh, someone's saying, can I stand up? <laughs> not after that night, that gig the night before. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I think... Um, I'm tempted to go on to Philly after that show, but uh, I don't know. There I am being wishy-washy again. Mm-hmm. Depends you know, on if there are adult bev- beverages involved. Sure, it depends on what time the show's over. I think there may be a warm-up band for that one. I don't know. And then also you've got uh, weather conditions you got to be concerned about. Mm. You know I mean? You're right. You're right. Yeah. So, and I don't know if I should maybe take the train because I don't know much about it. But I'll cross that bridge when I get there right now. I'm more concerned about everything else, like this wedding and sound equipment and all that crazy stuff. How we're going to do the seats. I know everybody that's going this list and is like, how are you going to do the seats? I don't know yet. We're figuring it out. Just know that it's going to all work out and be a good time. That's, that's all right. that matters. That's right. So go to our website, which is? ToddNYE.info. There you go. And we'll keep that keep that thing updated when we have some, you know, any changes or any updates or even more fun stuff because we, we're still planning. There's, this is a work in progress. Yes. Okay, so Todd has supposedly a guy named Freeman who will be warming up for him on several of these shows in December, which we got to see him in Knoxville, of course, Cruiser Mail. But I've heard that he is going to be at the Blender shows and mm-hmm. several others. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's really good music. Very good. Very, very good. And he's a good guy, too. Yep. I know our friends Kathy and Darnell got to go see him the other night. I think O.C. Sherry went somewhere over there in California. Yeah. So you'll be hearing that name soon, I believe. It's good. It's good music. Very good. Yeah, yeah very good. Okay, so if anybody, <laughs> if anybody wants to give me or actually me to pass on to Pippi some ideas for this wedding, let me know, and I'll be happy to send those to her. The crazier, the better. But I'm sure she can create something on her own, but, you know, just in case. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. She'll do great. So, yeah. All right, so some shows for next month. We're still trying to get confirmed the third XTC member for the show, working on that. Michelle is supposed to be on. She's getting kind of busy, so I'm hoping she kind of calms down soon so we can definitely have her on because she has agreed to do the webcam. We'll try to bring the webcam back, too, for maybe the Randy the Roadie show, do some stuff. Okay. Um, what did you think about the Rachel and Danny O'Connor show? 
You know, I didn't get to listen to it live because I wasn't around, but I listened yesterday afternoon, and, and I thought it was really good. I, I enjoyed them very much. Um, I'm not sure. I think I met Danny in Hawaii, but um, I don't recall meeting Rachel, but I'm wishing that I had now because they, they were fun together, mm-hmm. really, really fun. And the boy yeah, called in. Who? Yeah, that freaked me out because I didn't know how to react when he was talking about, you know, how good looking his boy was and everything. Because I didn't know that's who it was. I'm thinking, um, <laughs> who's this guy saying his boy is good looking? You know, it's kind of freaked me out at first. Then I finally caught on to what was going on. And they they were great. Had some good stories. And what a great story about their marriage. I thought they were fun. Mhm. Boy, they've been together a long time, and uh, you know. Now Jody and Richard are going to kind of have the same kind of little Todd story, you know, being part yeah. of married. They're going to have a hell of a story. Yeah, yeah. Yep, one hell of a story. Awesome. So that'll be fun. Okay. So we're looking for some guests. We're chasing some people for December. We've got uh, Lee. Actually, we've got a commitment. I haven't booked the date. But some of you may be fans of 12 Rods. Todd produced one of their albums. And we'll be playing music from it, and we'll have two of their members on the show. Right. How cool is that? That's very great. And I got somebody special that I'm working on, so. Is that right? Well, how about tell yeah. me? Yeah. You know, you know who I'm working on. I really don't. You really don't? Well. It's someone across the pond. Hello. <laughs> I don't think I remember. We'll talk about it offline. Oh, please. Unless, huh? Clearly you don't listen when I talk Because <laughs> I'm in the chat room. No, no, no. It's something I talked to you about one-on-one <laughs> once, like yesterday. Right, I'll, I'll try to figure it out. I'll have to really jog my memory on that one. You're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> um, somebody asked about Chasm. Yes, Chasm uh, would like to be on, we understand, before his CD is out, which to my understanding, will be out for the holidays. Whatever you celebrate, there are many in December. And uh, he's going to come on and talk about it a little bit. And we're going to do a little experiment with Mr. Sultan. He will be our first guest. I'm going to ask him, since he's been on multiple times, of course, that's you know, assuming there's any free time without millions of girls calling in, the questionnaires of James Lipton, who, of course, stole those from somebody else, a Frenchman named... Bernard. Now that's the guy that does the inside the actor's studio. Is that who it is? Yes. Yeah. Oh so God. he'll say like, "What is your favorite word? What is your <laughs> least favorite word?" He's interviewed every major star there is. So we're gonna bust Chasm with ten of those questions. See how he does. Oh, poor Kaz. Oh. Yeah. Now, Mel, Michael Mack has an idea that I think you would love. What does he have? Chasm on the webcam. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> he likes to be on camera, so he could probably do it. Yeah, we should be able to talk him into that, maybe. If, of course, yeah. assume he's going to be on all that good stuff. Yeah. That'd okay. be cool. We'd have Michelle for the boys, Chasm for the girls, and then Chasm for the guys that like guys, and Michelle for the girls that like girls. Oh, there you go. We do not discriminate at RungerRadio.com. <laughs> <laughs> What else we got? I say so too much. i got to stop. I think so. I think it's time to play some tunes. You got something you can play? Yeah, sure I do, but I need to. we got to, like, 
find a way to make me quit. Maybe charge me a dollar or something every time I do it. Do okay, what? i got to hear this, so hang on. I love this. You ready? I'm ready. Live online talk radio for Todd fans. This is rungrenradio.com. aren't you? See what you got? Let me see if this is, uh, man, three minutes is short. I, I sure would like to hear that song again. Let's see. Uh, hmm. Got to try to find something that's, uh, that's fairly short. Short, yeah. Um, Fade Away is kind of short, isn't it? Fade away, or I have to be alone. If I have to be alone, from up against it. I vote for fade away. Here we go. See you. Peace out, Mel. Next week. Hi. The day is done. The pines are gone. The sound of afternoon is gone. Oh,